Hi there, this is Nicole Burkholzer with Mindful Connections and we're talking about horse logic again. And today I want to share um, what I understand to be the difference between having a relationship with your horse and having and training your horse. Because this week actually I noticed when I was working with two different clients, I realized where the fine line is of what I offer and what trainers offer. And um, trainers often help people teach their horse new things, right? They teach the horse either under saddle, new moves, or even on the ground, groundwork and all those types of things. And sometimes it's uh, a little challenging for me to explain what I do. And this week it became real, really, really clear to me. What I do is I help people and their horses connect so that they have a relationship. And from that relationship, you can support all the training. I don't like to even call it training, but more the teaching of uh, the horse and the person in a much better way because when the person and the horse really have a good mindful relationship, um, a lot of the things that are usually maybe a little unclear or provide a struggle, all of a sudden are not a struggle anymore. And here's um, an example. So for example, by having an example and for example, yeah, exactly. So I remember a time where my relationship with my horse helped me determine to pick the right holistic practitioner. So at one point when I was with my horse Shana at um, a horse event, a person came up to us and put her hand on Shana and started to kind of say like, oh, she's a little here and her tail is a little that and started to almost critique Shana. And um, I didn't know who that person was. And what was interesting for me to observe though is when the person put her hand on Shana's butt, Shana immediately looked at me and gave me the, um, hello, who's this and what is this person doing? And then when the person started to communicate and started critiquing Shana, Shana literally was like, I want to get out of here. I don't want to be part of this and asked me to help her move. And so I did. And I walked her out from under the person's hand, so to speak. Turns out that person was actually an equine massage therapist. Um, at that moment, I knew right away because of my relationship with Shana that this was definitely not an equine massage therapist I would pick for Shana because Shana was already like, mm -mm, I'm not liking the energy. And I also thought the critiquing right away of my horse put us both already in a spot of um, not feeling so great, I guess. And so for me, it was very clear that Shana and I had just agreed, mm -mm, this is not the person for us. So that's something though that is really, um, that choice was informed by us being really communicate, great communicators together. Now the same thing actually happened under saddle once with me. Uh, so Sha it was again Shana, we were riding and a trainer, instructor, um, asked me to do something and I could feel that that wasn't really working for Shana and me. Um, there was a resistance and the person kept 
telling me push through that resistance and um, I knew my horse well enough so to know that when she resists there's a reason for the resistance and I don't need to push her through it I need to actually stop and think about it and feel it out why is she resisting so at that point though I um, actually back then I felt a little under pressure and I didn't trust myself quite yet and so I pushed through and the whole thing ended up in a disaster and Shana was really more frustrated at the end and I was frustrated and I felt disconnected and I eventually got off the horse and was like mm, that kind of sucked and in the aftermath again I realized you know what my horse actually gave me the information I needed to know that there was something she didn't yet understand or something that was not clear to her and therefore it would have been much better if I would have stopped and said to the trainer or instructor, you know what, hold on, let me just work this out with my horse. I know her well enough to understand that there's something here that we can, in a gentle fashion, uh, resolve without me needing to push through it. So that's the difference. When you have a really mindful connection with your horse, you can actually learn to stand in your truth, um, respect the truth that your horse is showing you, and then actually together with this knowledge that you and the horse have developed, actually um, also say to other people, you know what, I think we need to go a little deeper. I think we need to take my horse into consideration before we do the next step of training or instructing. And when we do that, not only is there much less stress between you and the horse, but there's also an opportunity to actually learn more from the horse and how the horse wants to be addressed or how the horse wants to be handled or how the horse wants to be understood. That is a really great education where we really become the student of the horse rather than always just bossy pants. So I thought this is a, a really curious piece. So when I work with horses, I always look for their input. I always look for them to help me understand what they need and what they're looking for before I go to the next step of teaching anything. And when you come from that place of really taking the horse's input at face value, um, usually a mindful connection always happens at the end. So um, like recently I worked with a little filly. She's now, how old is she? 10 weeks I think maybe 12 weeks and um, I worked with her I, I wanted to introduce her to a new footing and she was in the indoor arena and I took a little a big board down like a, a particle board bo down and and I just decided to hang with her and her owner around the particle board and she was very cute. I know the filly is very curious and so she came and put her little tippy toes right up against the board holding tight there but not yet stepping on and um, that little horse loves to be scratched so as she stood there I just praised her how brave she was to come right up to this board and um, before we knew it you know she had like one little toe on the corner of the board and walked over the edge and walked away and then she came back and she kind of put her little tippy toes against it again and we watched her and she was very cute 
um, eyeing the board and then ran off to her mom and drank some milk and was like, oh, I don't know, this is a little nerve-wracking. And then by the third time she came, she actually turned um, her little butt towards us and said, can you scratch my butt? Which is interesting to me, that's root chakra, right? She was a little not sure about this board and had run to mom already and now was asking us for a little more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Insure, for us to ensure her? No, what's the word? To um, support her and give her a little more confidence, I guess. And so she said, I, my root chakra, I'm a little flighty, but if you help me out there, maybe then we could get somewhere. And so we scratched her little butt and then I asked the owner who was actually at the time doing it, I said, so now just move a little back and let her come back into your hand and see if she's still interested in coming. And the horse did, right? This is the dialoguing. Stop the scratching, see if the horse still wants it. The horse backed up a step and she scratched her more. Well, here's the interesting thing. As she backed up, she backed onto the board. And as the owner kept pulling the hand away more and more and more before we knew it, the horse was actually fully on this board without even having spent any time or intention on the board. We didn't train her to get on the board. We didn't focus for her to ha have to step on the board. We just, in this really playful way, had her come onto the board in, in a way that she actually suggested backwards. Would have never thought of that myself. And, <clears throat> and also, um, in a very playful way, so that the next time we put the board down, she just stepped right on it and didn't even think about it because her feet had gotten used to that sensation. It was no big deal. There was no pressure from us. It was all a really, really good experience. So if you think about it, it's very similar. We were not training. We were building a relationship. We were listening to her. We were looking for her input. We followed that. She showed us what she needed. And before I know it, I mean, what did it take us? Maybe six minutes to get this little uh, girl on the board. It was the most um, mindful and sweet way to, to work with a horse. And that's where I feel my work comes always in, to create these relationships, to create these moments of connection where we really consider not just the human's desires, but also the horse's desire and willingness. And then you end up with a mindful connection. And so I just want you to think about that, building your relationship with your horse so that you can together make good decisions for any new learning, hiring people, um, going out in the world, so that there's always an informing that goes from the horse to you and from you to the horse. That's the ideal situation. So we don't have horses here today. I don't know where they are. But I'm going to actually try something here at the end and see, actually I'll go behind the camera and um, I'll see if they might show up for us. Um, so let's see. If not, I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Horse logic makes a lot of sense if, we, if we're willing to look at it from the horse's point of view. Again, this is Nicole for Mindful Connections.
Pretty girl! It's a good idea anyway to take your horse, to call your horses out of the pasture and provide some grass occasionally, especially when they are on spring grass. And even though it's already June here in Vermont, we're still looking at spring grass. Where's the girl? Girlfriend! It's time for lunch. And where's your boyfriend? Oh, pretty girl. Kara, come here for lunch. He's eating grass. He doesn't want to come. He's hiding behind the tree. Well, I'm going to go down and feed my girl. And next time, where is she? Can you see her? She's now waiting. Maybe next time we're talking about um, how my horse slimmed down when I changed her diet. All right. See you next time.